from high atop Lake Nona Town Center, this is Nona.fm. This is the Exit 13 Sports Coach Robinson Show, brought to you by orthopedic sports surgeon Dr. Vonda Wright. Join Coach Robinson and David Grimm as they talk Lake Nona High football. Join the conversation at 407-553-NONA or on Facebook and Instagram. Just search for Nona.fm. Now, here's Coach Robinson and David Grimm. You're the whole world and the world is mine. All right, good evening and welcome to the Exit 13 Sports Coach Robinson Show. Brought to you by orthopedic sports surgeon Dr. Vonder Wright. We are live from Lyme. Fresh Mexican Grill right off of Narcusi Road, next door to the Lake Nona High School campus for tonight's show. As always, if you want to call and ask Coach Robinson a question, you can dial 407-553-NONA. That's 407-553-6662. So it is a beautiful Monday evening. Just had a little bit of rain come through, but cooler weather. Looks like it's coming, Coach. How was your weekend? Weekend was good. Weekend was good. Always a better weekend after a win, though, right? I mean, that's this is true. It's a no-brainer. Yes, for sure. Um, yeah, man. Busy, busy week ahead. Uh, actually, just sprinted over here from the middle of the freshman game. Freshman's tied up six-six against Boone right now, and uh, we'll get some score updates here as we as we move through the show. So, for those who aren't aware, the the JV and freshman games that were scheduled. Uh, I can't even think of the date, but somewhere back in uh, the hur- October. It was the hurricane week. Or was it September? <laughs> yeah, it was the end yeah. of last week of September. Uh, these games were pushed because of Hurricane Ian and the closing of all the Orange County public schools. So each week, JV freshmen is making up those games, which is uh, creating a busy schedule for the entire football program over at Lignano High School. But tonight we are here to talk everything Lions football. We'll talk about this past Friday's game against the Freedom Patriots, and we'll meet our player of the week, and we'll also talk about this upcoming Friday's game against Oak Ridge High School as the Pioneers come over to Lake Nona High School this Friday at 7 p.m. But first, before we get too in-depth with the game, uh, we want to bring back the comments we had with you, Coach Robinson, uh, this Friday at the at the game, a little post-game interview. So we're going to come... Uh, right off the bat with that, and then we'll talk a little bit more in depth about this week's past game against Freedom. All right, Coach, what did you uh, say during halftime to get these guys fired up and uh, pull this out the way they did? Always uh, kind of referenced back to the legacy game where we made some mistakes right before halftime and gave up the lead. Uh, but, you know, nobody panicked, and uh, we just got back to the basics and uh, coached up some of the details. And then defense did uh, much better, taking care of the football and uh, not giving anything extra. And then offense went down, and I think we were perfect on all our drives in the second half. So, Oh, yeah, it was yeah, three for three. So that was, that's what we needed. It was a recipe to win. And, uh, you know, obviously we'd like to have won by more. But we'll take the dub. We'll work on it and get better for next week. Sounds good. Thanks, Coach. Yes, sir. Thank you. All right, so that was Coach this past Friday with Curtis Partridge, the post-game interview. So pink out this past week. Uh, it was awesome to see the jerseys, the kids in, and all the fans uh, to bring some recognition to breast cancer awareness, obviously, during the month of October. How'd you uh, like those uniforms? Actually, I thought they were pretty sharp. Yeah, I, I we, thought they were... Uh, we were getting mixed reviews in the beginning, but then it seemed like... Uh, then this weekend, I got a lot of those look good. Where'd you get them from? So maybe maybe they were better than everyone thought originally. I don't know. I think anytime you have uh, you know a, a uniform that's a little different than the norm, it kind of yeah. as long as they look good. You know the space unif- the space U uniforms that UCF wore on Thursday, um, they annually get a lot of recognition nationally, and so they kind of they kind of felt like the Miami Heat. You know, when they do the Miami Vice uniforms or whatever? Yeah. Yeah, it kind of felt like that. And they were playing some Miami club music in the, during the game, so I was like, well, where are we right now? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's courtesy of the voice of the Lions, Jay McQuillan. But, uh, you know, now that you wore them the first time and won, uh, they're going to have to be I an guess annual. we have to wear them again. I that's don't know. Right. That's right. So Keep them going. So, you know, first play of the game, you know, you had freshman first start for Carter Emanuel. Uh, he's had a lot of playing time this year, but this was his first start um, mm-hmm. in high school. Uh, very first play of the game, it looked like a slant, I believe it was, but first throw, interception. 
uh, couldn't have scripted it worse for him in right. starting his first game. And, um, you know, what I noticed about Carter is every time there was a setback this past Friday night, he immediately answered with composure uh, quite often with a scoring drive, uh, made a lot of great plays after some negative plays. And to me, that says a lot about him as, as a young man and an athlete um, with some moxie. Yeah. And the future, I think, is really bright with Carter um, once he gets to become a regular starter there at quarterback. Yeah, it was uh, supposed to be a hitch, and uh, he, he felt like the receiver should have came back more to the inside, so he threw it inside. And, uh, you know, they just weren't on the same page there, and the DB made a good play. So it happens. But the cool thing is, is when he came off the field, AJ coached him right up. You know, like AJ's like, hey, man, that's no big deal. That's one throw, next play. AJ's loving him up and encouraging him. So that was great to see. And then, you know, I, I pulled him to the side and just said, hey, man, that, that will not be your last pick you ever throw, right? <laughs> so get over it, next play. And he did. He did, really didn't even need a pep, pep talk. I think he was fine. He just, uh, obviously, you don't want to start the game with an interception. So he understood the what that meant. But he was ready to go. And, and I agree with you 100%. Like, every time... There was a negative situation. He bounced right back with a big positive play. So yeah. that, that's him. I mean, he doesn't get rattled too often. And, you know, the defense had his back because a few, yeah, plays, picked us up. A yeah. few pay, plays later, Isaiah Fulton had uh, an interception to, to give the ball right back to the Absolutely. offense. I think that's his third of the, his season. Yeah, third or fourth. Yeah. I, I know I, he's working towards. Um, he, he wants the team record for right. season. So. He's gonna. He needs to get busy here down the stretch, but yeah, he's on pace to have a shot at it. So, so Curtis uh, was able to catch up with Isaiah post game. So we have a quick interview with Isaiah Fulton uh, for you. Just one second. Oh, Isaiah, back in the fourth quarter, you you came off the uh, field. You said you were playing your heart out. Mm -hmm. Did you feel like the whole team was right there with you? Because man, it looked like it. Yeah. After that, um, we went to the locker room. I, I had to get him right as a leader, a senior of this team. I've been here for four years. I've been through this heart. I've been with the hard work. I've been down at Boone. I've been down. I've been in the game. So once I do that, I got to talk to them, getting them, everybody the right, right mindset. And after that, it was all playing hard. Fantastic. It, it was a, you know, it wasn't a, a, a blowout, that's no, for sure. Wasn't. You guys had to fight for every step of it. Did. How do you feel going into next week? Um, as long as we work how we did in the second half i feel great work as a team like we did right now i will feel great fantastic thank you isaiah thank appreciate you. it all right once again that was curtis with isaiah fulton senior cornerback for the lions who had a key interception early in the game so first half is back and forth uh i think it was 21 to 14 there was a, a point where uh, Freedom had a chance to kick a field goal. Bad snap. Uh, the holder tried to scramble, and um, the defense was able to shut them down. So that was a that was a key point in the end of the first half because Freedom was going to get the ball to start the second half. So I felt like that was a good momentum swing. Right. Had they scored there at the end and then got the ball um, to start the second half, I think momentum would have been a little bit on their, their side. So I'll give you an opportunity to talk a little bit about the game. Um, as you saw it transpire, you know, from the first half into the second half where it became a shootout. Yeah, it felt a lot like the legacy game in terms of how it was kind of playing out, the momentum swing. Uh, we, we made a mistake there right before halftime. They were able to turn that into some points and actually take the lead. And then, you know, then we went to the break. So then it was just trying to get everybody to – the first thing we did was we brought everybody in the, in the locker room and we had everybody sit up tall and take a deep breath. All right, so that's the first thing. Everybody needs to take a deep breath and relax. All right, and let's get back to playing how we know how to play. And we, had, we got a little caught up into the emotion of it and the excitement of the of what the game meant, and we just needed to channel that into playing sound, disciplined football. And then uh, we coached up some details there. We made a couple adjustments. Defense did a good job of coming up with uh, some adjustments there to stop their perimeter run game and force them to be one-dimensional in the past game. And they still hit us a couple times there in the second half, but we were able to keep them out of the end zone there until the end of the game. But it was, uh, 
overall it was a solid performance at times. Sometimes we saw some some mistakes that you've seen throughout the season. But I thought we did a good job of limiting our penalties. We were much better in the penalty call on this time. And uh, we showed some resolve, which you love to see that, right? And then the freshman quarterback, Carter, taking all the reps this week to, to, to handle the, the, the loaded quarterback with A.J. being a little banged up. It was a chance for him to get healthy. So, you know, it was what we needed. It was the recipe to, to be successful. It was closer than maybe some people thought. But anytime you play these types of rivalry games and you got a, a former player on the other team and you, he's playing his mind, you know, playing out of his mind, you know, those things can happen. These games can turn into something that you maybe didn't expect. But I thought our guys answered the call there. We've, we've definitely shown some toughness this year in, in some of these close games. Um, and we're close, man. You know, we're, we're a few plays away from being, you know, four and two, five and one. So we just got to keep grinding, keep getting better. And our guys are doing a good job of st- starting to stack some of these lessons on top of each other where we're not making the same mistakes. But. There's still a little bit of that in there. You know, I think we kicked the ball out of bounds after touchdowns two or three more times this week. That's really starting to irritate me. So we got to get that fixed. And uh, But we did a much better job of not jumping off sides and some of the mental mistakes on dead, you know, dead ball penalties. So that was good. I was happy with that. Yeah, I mean, Rennie had a great game for, for the Patriots. But mm-hmm. um, I think, you know, when it came down to it, our defense and offense buckled it down and was able to, to pull it out. I think having a great crowd, obviously that always helps. Um, and, and keeping, keeping the kids in the game, uh, Carter Emanuel, he ended up with 219 yards passing. He did have those two interceptions, but, um, like I mentioned, and when you and I talked this weekend, we both agree that, uh, every setback, he just, you know, overcame that was able to put it behind him immediately and, and answer with something positive right away. And um, I think that's a testament to him. And obviously, you know, we have our player of the week that we're going to talk to in, mm-hmm. in the next segment. But just a workhorse, uh, had a phenomenal game. Um, every point on the board, except for some extra points, was attributed to, to this young man. And um, looking forward to talking to him, uh, you know, after our break. So um, once again, you're listening to the Exit 13 Sports Coach Robinson Show, brought to you by Orthopedic Sports surgeon Dr. Vonda Wright. You can call and talk to Coach at 407-553-NONA. That's 407-553-6662. We'll be back after our first break. Dr. Vonda Wright is Lake Nona's elite orthopedic sports medicine surgeon and has cared for athletes and active people for more than 20 years. University of Pittsburgh football, Pittsburgh Penguins, Olympic teams, PGA tournaments trust Dr. Wright. Dr. Wright treats active people of all ages and skill levels using minimally invasive orthopedic techniques. Located in Lake Nona Performance Club, call today for same day, next day, and telehealth appointments at 407-965-4114. That's 407-965-4114. Oh my gosh, look at your nails. Who did them? Organic Nails and Spa on Narcuzzi across from the high school. Wow. They are always so attentive, experienced, and friendly. I've heard that. Mm -hmm. Their professional staff knows how to give me the attention I deserve. Absolutely. And they only use products that are environmentally friendly. Really? Call Organic Nails and Spa today for your appointment, 407-270-5080. Across the street from Lake Nona High on Narcuzzi. Call 407-270-5080. This is Lions Country. Nona.fm. Hi, it's Curtis. You can join me on Tuesday morning, 6 till 10 a.m. Good news. Sunrail is open. All Hurricane Ian damage has been repaired enough to the entire route is now open. And from our Wacky But True file, a local story where Orange County sheriffs were helping out in Lee County with Hurricane Ian damage, and they arrested five men from Orlando for looting. You can't make it up. It's up coming up Tuesday morning, 6 till 10, here on Nona.fm. We are back with the Exit 13 Sports Coach Robinson Show, brought to you by orthopedic sports surgeon, Dr. Vonda Wright. Join the conversation at 407-553-NONA. Now here's Coach Robinson and David Grant. You're the whole world and the world is mine. Hi, Dean. Hi, 
All right, Danny, the legs are on fire tonight, man. You were unstoppable getting into that end zone and moving this down the field and, and on the rushing. How'd you do it, man? Hey, uh, I, all glory to my guys up front, man. The big guys up front. We've been kind of iffy all year, kind of, you know, making mistakes mentally, but today they played a perfect game. And I give all my touchdowns, all that to the, my guys up front. Q, Perez, uh, Picard, all them dudes up front. Fantastic, fantastic. So do you think this, I mean, what did the coach say to you during halftime when you came, because you guys came out on fire that second half. Mm -hmm. uh, coach just said, hey, just keep playing us. Um, we made two mistakes that put him in, in, in good position to score. We had two interceptions in, out of our four drives. Two of them were touchdowns and two of them were interceptions. Yep. So it was kind of just to limit our mental mistakes. And we came out in the second half, limited our mental mistakes and scored. So that's pretty much what we did. Thanks. Fantastic. Thank you, Danny. I appreciate Thank it. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So that was senior running back Danny Savalas post game this past Friday. He is our Lime Fresh Mexican Grill Player of the Week. To me, it was a no-brainer, uh, and I coach would uh, agree with that. But congratulations, Danny. Welcome to Thank you. Thank the uh, Coach Robinson Show. Uh, you look nervous. Why are you looking nervous? No, no, nervous? no. Uh, you know, I can't lean back because i got to get close to the mic. So yeah. I'm going to scoot up. <laughs> oh, you, you want to be like all chill? and you know, has to be like we're in a studio. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, welcome, man. I mean, what can I say? Just an unbelievable performance. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, obviously humble in your success by giving credit to the offensive line um, on that post-game interview. But, you know, I've seen you run since last year, and I know that, that you, you run hard. Um, you try to get upfield fast, hit the hole hard, and, you know, wow. What a, what a week. Over 20 carries, which, you know, that's a lot for a high school running back. Uh, I don't know what, what the total was. It might have been upwards of 30, I think, Coach. What You would know better than I would. Carries? Yeah. How many carries do you have, Danny? I think it was 28. 28 yeah, so yeah. almost 30. So um, 187 all-purpose yards, two key screenplays, which um, I thought came at really uh, key moments in the game. I think they were both on third down. I know you guys tried to hit it again later, and they shut that, shut that down, but the two that, that were successful were definitely key but five touchdowns, uh, obviously 35 points plus the two-point conversion that you uh, achieved would put you guys at um, 37, 36? No, 36 my math, 36, 36. Yeah, 36. 36. Um, but just an amazing performance. And just go through, you know, I know you're going to be humble because you're that kind of kid, but, you know, what kind of love did you get this past Friday and over the weekend um, from your teammates, from the community, uh, from the football community, whether it's on social media or just via text? You know, that's a that's a great game. I yeah. mean, most people they'd be thrilled with five touchdowns in a season, not not including five in a game. Um, I would say everybody was cheering me up. I got a bunch of texts saying I did a good job. My family called me. So, um, I mean, it's exciting to get five touchdowns. I mean. You know, went out there and just ran behind my dude. So it was kind of easy playing behind him. But, yeah, it was, it was good. You know, quite often someone gets five touchdowns on the ground. It's like a three-yard there. It's a five-yarder. Uh, you know, Isaiah Bowser over at UCF has, I think he's up to nine for the season. And most of him are within inside, definitely inside the ten, um, maybe even inside the five. So, But that, that wasn't the case with you on Friday. Uh, I think a few years were – almost 20 yard runs if i'm correct uh so but you 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 had key plays throughout the the game not just you know down in in the red zone you had a, a couple of big runs and you, you run hard and, and you're a workhorse so what are some things you've done in your career to get you to the level that you're at now whether it be uh through your conditioning in the off season um, have you always run like this? You know, what's your history in, in playing the running back position? But what's what's kind of some keys to your success that you feel like um, you've had? Um, I would say ever since I started playing football, it was kind of like, you know, feed me, feed me, feed me. Like, I've always had a lot of carries. So, like, over off seasons, I've really worked on staying conditioned, getting prepared to, you know, take a lot of the load during the game. Like, I practice for it. So, I, I stay really prepared for it. So, 
Um, really what I think that I, I kind of do best and what I worked on was kind of pass pro over, over the off season. Last year I kind of was weak in, in pass pro. So over the off season I kind of worked on that and I kind of just, you know, when I run I just drop my legs. I'm short already, I'm low to the ground. It's kind of hard to tackle me. You know, I'm like five, seven, five, eight. So most dudes hit me in my legs to try and chop me down. So it's just really driving legs, using my hands to push people off of me, stuff like that. So Coach J-Rob, you know, notoriously since probably year three, Lake Nona was known as a passing school. Uh, running backs didn't get the carries that would, would allow for them to have big stats. Um, you know, I think we're well-balanced offense now. And, you know, as a head coach, you know, the guy that runs the offense, how important is it for you and the team success to have, you know, somebody like Danny that they can go to to get those tough yards um, when, when you need it and just to have that, uh, that player that's going to help balance your offense? Yeah, I think, you know, they still ran the ball last year. Danny had 15, 1,500 yards last year, right? So, I mean, it wasn't like uh, he wasn't getting any carries, but – the philosophy of the offense it has definitely has definitely changed in terms of like you like how you put it, but being more balanced. Um, and that really that's just to fit our personnel. You know, I think as our personnel changes and we have, you know, more prolific guys on the perimeter or guys that can can you know take take a jet sweep, you know, eighty yards of the house, then those things could change and the the focus of the offense could change a little bit, but. Our strength right now is we have two quarterbacks that can throw the ball and, and can run the ball as well. And then we have a senior leader workhorse, as you put it, at running back. It would be, in my opinion, dumb for us to do anything else that, that, that we're not already doing. So, you know, I think, you know, you play, you build your offense to the talent that you have and the, and the strengths that you have. And that's what we've done this year uh, to, to do that. Now we've been somewhat more successful than others in certain games of, of being able to rack up the run yardage but we ran the ball per play pretty well i think if you looked at our run per play average it's pretty strong but you know a lot of that's just been some of that's just been uh, our offensive line being young you know we do have a couple of seniors out there but we also have a sophomore at right tackle and we have um a junior at center and we had uh we have a sophomore at left guard so or excuse me, left, he's a junior at, he's a junior at left guard. And then and we had a injury, uh, Sammy Hidalgo was starting at left guard, and then Lappy took over when Sammy got hurt. So it's been, uh, you know, it's just been trying to get all those guys to do it the way we need to do it, you know. And it's just, you know, there's some, there was some lack of experience there that just took time to build it to where we need it to be. And it's still a, a, pro a work in progress, but... We are uh, we're moving in the right direction, man. You know, we're three, two. What are we? Two and zero in the district. Mm -hmm. Yeah, two and zero in the district. We got game three this week, and um, you know, I don't want to steal your thunder because I know you got this segmented out. But we <laughs> wait. Uh, you got. You want to say it? Go ahead. We uh, we got our eyes focused on on Oak Ridge right now, and and we also have senior night this week, so it's gonna be really fun to crank these guys up, these seniors, and get them all on the field and. Uh, and feature these guys like Danny. I love this team, man. We have everybody on this team is selfless, you know? And I think that's what's really made it fun to coach is get to work with a bunch of 50 dudes that are just don't care about themselves, whatever the team needs, you know? And you hear it from Danny talking about his offensive line. You heard it from AJ when he was player of the game. You heard it from Isaiah when he was player of the game. And Quincy last week always talking about their teammates and how that contributed to their success. And they and it's not just radio talk or coach talk. They really feel that way. They believe that. So it's been fun to be a coach, to be their coach, and to be a part of that. So currently, Danny, you got over 600 yards all-purpose, 478 on the ground, eight touchdowns, 135 yards through the air with a uh, touchdown added there. So... You know, establish yourself in the area, one of the greater players. What what do you see on the next, you know, your next level opportunities? Um, you know, any opportunities that have come, uh, any kind of offers? Have you had any kind of visits? You know, what do you think your chances are to play at the next level? 
Um, no, not yet. I've been talking to a few coaches over Twitter, kind of just getting information, doing questionnaires, things like that. But nothing serious right now. Just kind of focusing on the season, really like zoning into you know what we're what our goal is this year at Lake Nona. So I'm really just zoning into that, and whatever happens, and wherever things take me, things take me. That's awesome. Well, uh, we wish you the best. Obviously, uh, lots of season left. We'll talk a little bit about Oak Ridge as it comes up, but one of the things we like to do and every time we have the player of the week on is we get to give them an opportunity to close their segment with uh, any kind of shout-out to people you want to give thanks to, uh, family, coaches, friends. Uh, this is your opportunity to, to give all the, the thanks to them and, and you know a little shout-out back to those who have been an impact in your life. Um, I would say shout out to my mom, of course, my uh, brother, my dad, uh, the coaching staff, everyone that, you know, believes in me and uh, puts trust in me for games like these where, you know, I have to carry like a certain load. And um, I just thank all the coaches for trusting me. Who's your who's your guest with you? Um, that's my girlfriend. OK, you got, did you thank her? Um, no, but thank you to uh, Miss Daniela <laughs> sitting right here. So thank you. Thank you for coming. As always, our Player of the Week is sponsored by Lime Fresh Mexican Grill here in Lake Nona. We are currently live tonight for the Coach Robinson Show. They are located right next to Lake Nona High School, right off Narcisi Road. So uh, when we come back, we'll talk a little bit of Coach uh, College Football as well as some German football um, with Coach Robinson. So we'll be right back. At Noir, the nail bar of Lake Nona, we tell amazing stories with nails. Nails are our passion. For a special event or if you just want to look good every day, Noir, the nail bar can design your nails to reveal your beauty. Come in, relax with a variety of refreshments, manicure, pedicure, and waxing. Find us just south of Laureate Park Boulevard on Narcuzzi. For an appointment, call 407-313-3122. That's 407-313-3122. Voice Connects is a cloud-based telephone system built for today's Florida business, developed for the work-from-home world with the ability to communicate anywhere. Florida-based staff provide complete setup, training, and ongoing support. Voice Connects is easy to use, feature-rich, and future-proof. Save up to 65% over traditional business telephone service. Request a free no-obligation communications consultation today. Call 321-800-3888 or visit voiceconnects.com. Playing a better variety of music. Nona.fm. Pristine Spas, voted the number one day spa. For a limited time, we are offering a Swedish massage or signature facial for just $55 with trained and licensed spa professionals. Our philosophy is to create a unique experience while giving your mind and body a fresh start you deserve. Call Pristine Spas Lake Nona today at 407-800-6444. That's 407-800-6444. Or visit us on the web at pristinespas.com. We are back with the Exit 13 Sports Coach Robinson Show, brought to you by orthopedic sports surgeon, Dr. Vonda Wright. Join the conversation at 407-553-NONA. Now here's Coach Robinson and David Grimm. You're the whole world and the world is mine. All right, we are back. I think it's Moss Park Elementary Spirit Night. At least I saw that on the Facebook here story. Yeah, I saw it on the Facebook story of Moss Line. Park. Y'all need to turn up. Yeah. Not many people in here for uh, from Moss Park, uh, so it's getting kind of late, maybe for the elementaries. Yeah, you're you're probably they're right a, about that. It started at four, too. so they probably were here early. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna hope. Um, we'll give them the benefit of the doubt. Well, shout out to all the Moss Park elementary students and teachers. Um, hopefully, you had a successful Spirit Night. I know they had one a couple weeks ago too. So, uh, a, we're back. Where it's the Exit 13 Sports Coach Robinson Show, brought to you by Orthopedic Sports Surgeon. Dr. Vonda Wright, you can call and ask Coach a question at 407-553-NONA. That's 407-553-6662. So huge college football weekend. You know, I was listening to the Barstool podcast for college football. They are like, it's one is like the best college football weekend in like five years. And I didn't necessarily agree mm. with that. There's a couple of good games, but to say top to bottom, one of the best 
in like five years. Uh, that was a stretch to me. Yeah, but I think they're overplaying the Tennessee game a little bit. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, that was awesome. Did you get to watch that? Uh, I, you know, I was bouncing around, you know. Couldn't just watch one thing. I was just amazed that, and, and I kept telling people that I had seen throughout the day that the Tennessee, I thought Tennessee would win because the Alabama defense is not one of their, uh, not one of the types of Alabama defense we're used to, you know. Back in the day, they were giving up three, seven points a game, even in, in some of the, against some of the big teams like, you know, Georgia or some of the other big SEC teams. It, you know, 14-10 scores, 17-10. And, you know, my buddy's a big Bama fan. He's like, Saban will never have a defense like he used to have. So um, I mm. kind of thought that, that Tennessee would win. I thought it would be high scoring as it was. And I was just shocked that they gave up those two plays. I mean, two plays, and I think they went. Oh, right before the end of the game. Oh, 80 yeah, yards. Was... and or Not 80 yards because they kicked a field goal, but. Um, just those two long plays and prevent prevent defense usually prevents you from winning. I agree. Yeah, it's I know one score game you can't do it. Yeah, and you know the kicker. I mean, it was only a forty yarder, and I say only. It was a lot of pressure. Hundred thousand people, first win against Bama in fifteen years. But forty yards for a college f- uh, kicker. That's not that should yeah. be a, almost yeah. a chip shot right. um, at that level. But he barely. Barely made it over. I mean, it, oh, he, was, it ended up being like a knuckleball. Yeah. yeah, he didn't kick it clean. And the angle but from, it was good enough. from the field uh, camera, it looked like where it landed on the other side of the uprights, it looked like it didn't actually go through. I, I, it was kind of weird, you know. It's kind of knuckleballing and it has some top spin. It looked like it kind of died just as it went over the goalpost. But so, yeah. so congratulations to Tennessee. You know, their goalpost, I guess, is in the Tennessee River now. Did you see the, the ADs asking them to, the students to pay for it? That was weird, right? Well, Did I think Danny that? White is kind of a unique individual when it comes to being an athletic director. So he, I think he sees it as a, a fun way to raise some money. Uh, <laughs> obviously, I think they'll have those replaced, you know, yeah. in yeah. the next. I think they can afford it. They just rebuilt half the campus, so they got some money over there. Right. And, you know, it's funny, as a UCF fan, everybody's like, do you want Hypo to win uh, or you don't? So it's kind of 50-50 that some people were excited that he won and the other half that wanted him to lose. But um, So congratulations to them. Still a lot, of, a lot of season left in the way this year's going. Tennessee probably will end up losing because, um, you know, there aren't many unbeatens left. I think six of the uh, – I saw they jumped to number three. Yeah. So, But they still got to play Georgia. Right, so yeah. that'll be, you know, you got to play Georgia, got to win the SEC the East, championship and then you game, win the championship. They could do all that, lose to Georgia, and their season doesn't matter. Right, go play in the Holiday Bowl or something. And the way uh, college football goes, and the way they love their Alabama, when it comes to uh, the voters and the, the playoff committee, Tennessee could lose out, and Alabama ends up in yeah. the playoffs. So. Yeah, one loss for them, they'll be out. Uh, still, still lots of football, you know, uh, but. This past week was kind of uh, tough for Florida State and University of Florida. They both fell. Um, they're both at four and three on the season. UCF with a big win over Temple. Uh, some would say that wasn't a great defense, so obviously they, they should have won big. But I think coming into the game, people were saying Temple had a fairly good defense. But uh, John Rice Plumley tore it up last Thursday, 70-13. to 13. Miami pulled out a win, so I don't want to say it was a big win, but they did win this past week. Um, obviously, the big win, Tennessee over Bama. Michigan with a big win over Penn State. First loss for Lake Nona alumnus um, Zane Durant, and I know his, his family was uh, there to support him, but they did not uh, come through with the win. Michigan had a huge second half. I know it was pretty close um, at, at halftime. Um, and then Syracuse is undefeated, and I mentioned Syracuse because one of the Lake Nona football graduates uh, is on Syracuse football team, Anthony Quealy. Mm-hmm. Um, they're they're off to a great start, but they still got to play Florida State. I think they got to play Clemson, probably. Yeah, they have some tough games ahead, yeah. but I I don't think Florida State's going to be their toughest game. So, again, this is a wild season, and it's going to continue to, to go that way, I believe. Um, and I, I would be surprised if you have three out of the four teams with one loss um, in the college football playoff. I'd, li- I'd like to go to a game at Syracuse. 
I think that would be a. It's, in the cool. carrier dome? Yes. It's cool. Didn't at one point they didn't have air conditioning in that? I think UCF I mean, it's played up after an air conditioned company. Right. So well, is that the actual they had company? AC now. <laughs> well, but, yeah. I think I, when UCF like, it's played small, there. You're like right on top of the field. Yeah. Similar to, I think it's similar maybe to like the North Dakota experience. Okay. You know, it's yeah. Like, uh, I think it only holds like 40,000 people. It's not a big indoor stadium. I'd, I'd love to go to that. I'd love to go to the Army, an Army Navy game. I haven't got to do that yet. That's definitely a bucket list deal. You know, and I wish they had that game at. Their campus stadiums not it's in too small. Baltimore. It's too small, I, I understand man. they have the crowd; they need the yeah. crowd there. But you know, I think it's a great opportunity anytime you can travel, especially college football. It's so unique to see the the traditions at, at the schools um, everywhere in the country. I've been l- lucky enough to I've been to Penn State. I saw UCF play Penn State. I saw them play Clemson. Um, I wasn't overly impressed at the whole going down the hill. Thing. They said it was like the greatest show. It's in cool football. if you're the guy running down the hill. Yeah, I, I got to run down that hill. Okay, it's pretty steep. It's not. It's dangerous. Got a pretty cool picture of that somewhere saved. But yeah, but I think if you're not running down the hill, then it's just dudes running down a hill. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but it'd be cool to be a player there, run down the hill. Heck yeah. What What's been the the neatest stadium you've had an opportunity to, to play in or coach? Ah. Uh, well, we traveled to Texas week one last year. That was pretty crazy. Um, that, that's probably the craziest coaching experience I've ever had. Playing, um, we played um, South Carolina State for their homecoming, and their state hold like twenty thousand people. It was that was pretty wild. I mean, they were like right on top of us and they were tailgating since like 6 a.m. and they were throwing stuff at us and it was, there was like no police anywhere to be found. It was pretty wild, but uh, yeah, I mean, I've, we've, I've been to some high school games that were pretty crazy too, you know? I think the biggest crowd I went to was, uh, it was Dr. Phillips. They played Miami Central in the Citrus Bowl. And that's a big stadium, obviously, but the entire, turnout. entire lower bowls were full for both yeah. sides. So We played at uh, Niceville one year. They, hold, they have a bowl that's sunken in the ground. They have a full 360 bowl, uh, and their place is pretty lit. Yeah, they, they got about 800 students that, that come out every game, and it was standing room only, and uh, they were letting us have it pretty good. That was a pretty cool high school experience. I wonder how many students we get. You know, we have 4,500 students, even uh, 20%. I'd say probably we're right around probably like four or 500 up there, especially that first game. I thought the bleachers were going to break. I don't even know if that was safe. Uh, probably not. Pretty crazy up there. That's how we build them in OCPS. That's right, man. We <laughs> face them in the sun and build them with aluminum. I don't, I don't know who's in charge of that, but come see me. Well, speaking of fun stadiums, you wanted to, to come on here and talk a little bit about somebody that is in your football circle um you know he is a coach over in germany yeah. uh specifically i think with the berlin bears uh his name's marco meyer so uh what do you want to share about marco here on our show tonight yeah, i just want to talk a little bit about marco coach meyer he's uh he's a good friend but he he started coming over here he comes he vacations in florida right so when we were over at Eastridge, he started he just showed up one day wanting to watch practice and we had closed practices so we were like you know who is this guy and he just kind of said, like, I'm, we're on vacation, just want to watch. You know, we, I love American football. And uh, so as we got to know him, we started to realize, hey, man, this is, he's actually one of the most renowned German football players to ever come out of Germany, played in their pro league a long time ago. Um, and now he coaches, and he actually coaches for the Berlin Cobras, which is a football club, and he coaches the uh, women, the highest level of their women's program. And uh, they're pretty prolific. They've only lost one game in like the last four or five years. And um, but anyway, he's a great guy. He comes over here every year. And then so when we were at Eastridge, he would stay for like three weeks, and he'd just come to all the practices, all the games, and kind of just become a part of our staff for three weeks. And then here, they they vacation over near Claremont, so he's not able to come over here every day. But he's been over here pretty regularly, and at, at our last two games, and he's going to come talk to the team on Friday, and he, he's going to talk a little bit about what it's like to love football, love American football, but be, but live in Germany where you don't have the access like you have here and how hard that was for him as a kid growing up and wanting to where, you know, play football and there's no one, no one has it, you know, it was very limited. 
So it's kind of cool for our kids to hear that and and get an appreciation for how blessed they are to have that here. And it's not like that everywhere. Sometimes we forget that here over in America, you know. So it'll be fun to have him come talk to the team. But shout out to Coach Meyer. Love you, bro. Appreciate you. And and every year, you know, he comes over and he'll be like critiquing the game, you know. And uh, he talks some crap to me in German. You know, it's pretty fun. He's a good guy. Appreciate him. And you know, not not a lot of players. Obviously, those who are con- who are kind of dialed in and connected to the post high school opportunities for football. But there are a ton of opportunities to play, you know, yeah. semi-pro football over in Europe, especially. Yeah. There's a bunch of European leagues, right? Um, you know, we were talking before the show. You know, Kyle Israel's over there in Berlin now coaching, but he had an opportunity to play in Russia, Poland. I think he played in Germany. Um, I believe Austria as well, and you know, former Lake Nona defensive back Michael Berlich, uh played over there um, for one season. So um, I think it's a great opportunity that you have for the kids to have this connection with someone that's over there. It might not be with um, you know any of the teams. Obviously, Marco coaches the the ladies, but probably has the connections that could potentially present opportunities for some of the Lake Nona kids to uh, to keep playing over in Europe professionally. And, you know, great opportunity to just see the world. Yeah, you won't won't get rich doing it, but they pay all your living expenses in in Fiji, and you get to see things that you would never get to see any any other way. So it's pretty cool. They're actually going to have – they're going to pay for me to come out there maybe in April to go do a little coaching clinic and go out there and talk to their program. So – I'm excited about that. That'd be a cool thing for me too, right? To go yeah. over there on somebody else's dollar or euro, I should say. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, hopefully I can take some people with me too. That'll be cool. I hope that happens. But well, maybe yeah, man, this there's Friday, opportunities everywhere. Yeah, maybe this Friday we'll have an opportunity to talk to Coach Meyer, maybe on the pregame show, or, or yeah. we'll bring him up to the booth during the game. And, I'll, and I'll tell him to polish polish up his English so he's ready to go for Friday. <laughs> awesome. Well, that's that's very cool and a great opportunity for the kids to. Uh, talk to somebody not just from you, you know football here in the states but american football over in europe so just a reminder this is the exit 13 sports with coach robinson it is sponsored by orthopedic sports surgeon dr vonda wright you're listening to us live on nona.fm we are live from lime fresh mexican grill just next to Lake Nona High School off of Narcusi Road. So we will be back in just a few minutes. We'll talk about this week's upcoming game against the Oak Ridge Pioneers. Sports medicine surgeon and has cared for athletes and active people for more than 20 years. University of Pittsburgh football, Pittsburgh Penguins, Olympic teams, PGA tournaments trust Dr. Wright. Dr. Wright treats active people of all ages and skill levels using minimally invasive orthopedic techniques. Located in Lake Nona Performance Club, call today for same day, next day, and telehealth appointments at 407-965-4114. That's 407-965-4114. 4114. Want to vote but think you don't have the right photo ID? You have lots of choices. For free help with your voter ID questions, call Vote Riders at 844-338-8743. That's 844-338-8743. Or go to voteriders.org slash Florida. Nona.fm Music Variety. Better Nona, better you. The 1960s. Let the word go forth. Now is the time. Ladies and gentlemen. And the 1970s. People have got to know whether or not their presidents are corrupt. They're being held Two of the most influential decades of the 20th century. I'm Stephen Stone, and each week we'll relive those magical musical memories with the artists that made them and a whole lot more. Join me for the Stone Man Dance Party every Saturday night from 6 to 9 p.m. right here on Nona.fm. Music variety, better Nona, better you. We are back with the Exit 13 Sports Coach Robinson Show, brought to you by orthopedic sports surgeon, Dr. Vonda Wright. Join the conversation at 407-553-NONA. Now here's Coach Robinson and David Grimm. You're the whole world and the world is mine. All right, we are back here live from Lime Fresh Mexican Grill. It is the Exit 13 Sports Coach Robinson Show, brought to you by orthopedic sports surgeon, 
Dr. Vonda Wright, you want to call and ask Coach a question, 407-553-NONA. That's 407-553-6662. little update for uh, the score over there at the freshman game as the freshman host, Boone Braves, 12-12. to Yeah, my boy Kendrell. Kendrell back from uh, concussion protocols. This is the first day back from that. Ripped off a touchdown run there to tie the game here with four minutes left to go. So unfortunately, um, not unfortunately, if, if, if Lake Nona doesn't end up scoring there, the game will end up in a tie, no, no overtime for the freshman. JV follows, so if you're in the area and want to go see some, yep. some high JV's school football. JV's 4-0, trying to go 5-0 and this week. Wow, that's awesome. Really? Yes, sir. That's probably a, a JV best, I would think. I've heard they've had some pretty good JV teams through, through the years here, but yeah, I don't well, know. Undefeated, though. That's we'll see, awesome. man. They got to win first. Well, wish them well uh, as they play Boone tonight, which takes us to our preview of this week's varsity game, which will be this Friday, 7 p.m. The Lions host Oak Ridge. It's a big district, another district game. Uh, looking to go 1 0 in the district. Uh, overall, obviously, we'll be 3 0, but we've got to go 1 0 this week. I see uh, you, man. You're, you're learning. You're going back to your old coaching uh, I got it. I yeah. got it. One at a time. One kept, at a time. You kept trying to bait me in and talking about three weeks down the road. <laughs> got coach it, back know, up. It's for all our listeners out there. I know. We gotta, we gotta, I know. Gotta, you got to keep the people happy. That's right. So Oak Ridge comes in with a 1-6 record overall, 0-2 in the district. Uh, this past week they fell to Cypress Creek 19-16. to uh, But that record's probably not necessarily something that we got to worry about because Oak Ridge – Always has good athletes. They, look, they got guys. They got speed all over the field. We we watched them today as a team, and you know they gave Cypress Creek all they wanted there in the first half. So, uh, if they could have just executed a little more cleanly on offense, they had they caused two back to back turnovers inside their fifteen yard line. They had a chance to really put it on them there early in that game. So yeah, we we. You know, especially in the way we just came off of our game, you know, not playing uh, four quarters of sound, disciplined football. We got we to gotta really be locked in here and make sure that we are uh, ready to go and match these guys' uh, energy and, and uh, excitement here to start this game and get off to a good start. Oak Ridge, 169 yards in the air on average, 87 on the ground. So they'll sling it around, you know, and I – we talk about this before high school more so now than you know, 10, 20 years ago where most teams would run primarily. Uh, very few teams were, were slinging it. But now you have, um, you know, defensively you have to, to make sure you prepare for the pass. So, um, you know, Danny, we'll, we'll talk to you some more. Last week, you, you, you know, the ultimate goal is to make the playoffs, right? And it, the one way to guarantee that is by winning the district, right? And so we, we go to 2-0 and over Freedom. Now you had another district game. So what's the mentality of the team, you know, as far as the players go in preparing for another district contest um, this week against Oak Ridge? Um, how do you guys stay focused on, on just this week and, and not worry about anything in the future on the schedule? Um, when it comes to practice preparation and, and getting your minds together for the game on Friday? Um, I would say we prepare for every team the same. Like uh, Our district games are playoff games for us, so it's, it's a must-win. Like We need to win. There's no ifs, ands, buts around it. Like our, our district games are important to everyone on the team, and everybody knows that. So um, we're really preparing for Oak Ridge just like we prepare for anyone else. So um, we're focused on Oak Ridge this week, and um, we're ready to go out on Friday and do what we need to do. Any any specific players that you guys are concerned with, whether this uh, Danny you can answer a coach, um, or you know, you guys not really focus on one individual player, just more of a team preparation as you go into your game plan. I think for these guys, it's their team speed that makes them dangerous. Um, you know, and they have it all across the field. So I I don't think. For us, it won't be a specific game plan around one or two people. It's going to be more of like accounting for that, right, within our pass protections, making sure we're sound there, making sure we're ready to pick up perimeter and edge blitzes, making sure we're able to come off double teams in our run game and fit up on blitzing backers, 
uh, those will be the important things for us, more so the overall scheme and being ready for their team speed versus a specific player. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I'll let Danny talk on that too. But I think, yeah, I think overall it's just going to be their team speed that we have to be ready for the most. Um, I, I agree with him. Like, uh, we don't really focus on one player or two players. It's kind of just like seeing what, what they like to do as a team and kind of just play around that, play, you know what I'm saying, um, make a game plan that allows us to win the game. So um, it's not really a specific player that we're worried about. It's just um, they're fast. Um, they get down there on special teams. So we just have to play and pre pre prepare for their speed. So, yeah. So, you know, we'll talk a little bit. It's senior night, right? So you yeah. mentioned that, class of 2023. And it's not just for the football team, uh, the seniors that are members of, of that program, but also recognizing the class of 2023, uh, members of the cheerleading, uh, athletic training, I think the football managers, as well as the marching band and the color guard. So that comes with sometimes a distraction because it usually happens pregame. Uh, before the game, you know, you're used to one um, routine when it comes to your pregame routine, and then you throw in this little yeah. uh, wrinkle in there. So, you know, Danny, you can answer this, but as a player, um, how difficult do you find when you have something that kind of changes your routine, you know, could potentially be a distraction uh, for you and your teammates before you play? Obviously, Oak Ridge is going to come in here and wants to ruin senior night for, for Lake Nona, so... Um, how, how do you guys plan to, to enjoy the event, obviously enjoy that time with your, your family and friends, but also keep your mind straight for, for the game that is your ultimate goal in taking care of Oak Ridge? Um, I mean, I would say we're just going to focus on the game, really. So anything that comes with seeing family or walking in flowers or whatever comes with it, I say well, we're just all going to be focused on the game. So... If we're walking with family, get gifts or whatever we need to do, just just we're focused, all focused on the game. We're all locked in on that. You know, I don't think we've really even had a routine this year, right? <laughs> like, it seems like every pregame is just something to overcome. You know, whether it's weather, or it's the buses came late. I know we went to travel to Dr. Phillips. We got there 15 minutes before the game started. So it is what it is, man. You know, when when the you got a shortage of buses, you got the crazy weather, you got, you know, insane traffic trying to get it from Lake Nona across, you know, Orlando. It's just, there's so much going on. You, it's really, I think the, the, hard, the hardness of the weather and all that, messing up the routine early on during training camp, how many times we had to go off the field and go back on. And I think really that just started to prepare us for these moments, you know, and I, we haven't won or lost because of any of this stuff. And we won't win or lose Friday because of it being senior night. Our guys are used to this. We're built for this. We, we've kind of just prepared ourselves to get off the bus and play whenever we have to, and we'll use that same mentality this week. But senior night will get started about 545. And uh, so if you want to come be a part of that, come early. The gates will open early. And uh, we need all the senior parents there. They're going to report at 515. We'll get everybody lined up and organized, and then the football players will go first. And then that will allow us to get over in and warm up on the baseball field and kind of get ready for our game while the band and the cheer team finishes up their senior night stuff. So it'll be fun. should be beautiful weather, right? Cold front coming through Wednesday. should be like low 70s, the highest Friday, I think. No, no chance of rain. And temperatures dipping down into the low 60s, upper 50s, I think, Friday night. So grab a sweatshirt. Grab your Lake Nona sweatshirt. You know, grab your stadium chair and let's go. Let's go. Lion Nation, we need Lake Nona to uh, the community to show up here and give us another great home crowd. It's definitely been an advantage for us, and we're looking forward to another one and, and trying to win for you guys. Awesome. So as Coach said, Senior Night's going to start 5.45 p.m. this Friday as the class of 2023 members of football, cheerleading, band, color guard, athletic training, as well as football managers are all going to be recognized. Yeah, so we love our managers. It's be important for the Lake Nona community to come out and support those young student-athletes and individuals as well as their families. So, all right. Well, we're going to look forward to Oak Ridge this Friday. 7 o'clock is game time. Uh, but as I just said, Senior Night Festivities starting uh, at 545. So.
Uh, when we come back, we'll talk a little bit about uh, some of the other Lake Nona sports that are having great success this fall. And uh, we'll wrap up a show, another one of our great shows here on the Coach's Show. Day, uh, Exit 13 Sports, Coach Robinson Show, brought to you by orthopedic sports surgeon, Dr. Vonda Wright. We'll be right back. Dr. Vonda Wright is Lake Nona's elite orthopedic sports medicine surgeon and has cared for athletes and active people for more than 20 years. University of Pittsburgh football, Pittsburgh Penguins, Olympic teams, PGA tournaments trust Dr. Wright. Dr. Wright treats active people of all ages and skill levels using minimally invasive orthopedic techniques. Located in Lake Nona Performance Club, call today for same day, next day, and telehealth appointments at 407-965-4114. That's 407-965-4114. Keep our District 4 Commissioner, Maribel Gomez-Cordero for Orange County Commission, District 4. Because she's working for us, improving transportation, funding public safety, protecting the environment, helping small business, defending families. And she still has so much more to do. On November 8th, please re-elect Maribel for your County Commission, District 4. Political advertisement paid for and approved by Maribel Gomez-Cordero, nonpartisan candidate for Orange County Commission, District 4. We love Maribel. This is Lions Country. Nona.fm. My simple solution to the problem was remove people from the scene and help them feel safer. In response to attacks against Asian Americans, Maddie Park raised over $250,000 to donate cab rides to the Asian community. There is so much more work to be done. We really need to come together and tackle this issue as a community. Support the Asian community. Learn how at lovehasnolabels.com. Brought to you by Love Has No Labels and the Ad Council. We are back with the Exit 13 Sports Coach Robinson Show. Brought to you by orthopedic sports surgeon, Dr. Vonda Wright. Join the conversation at 407-553-NONA. Now here's Coach Robinson and David Grimm. You're the whole world and the world is mine. All right, we are back for our final segment. We are live from Lime Fresh Mexican Grill right next to the campus of Lake Nona High School just off Narcusi Road. So this past Friday, we had our first radio stream live of our game. Yeah, uh, It's going to be up for a podcast here in the next couple of days on the Nona.fm app. So if you would be interested in listening to that. And, of course, we're going to be live this Friday um, from Lake Nona High School for the Oak Ridge game. Uh, we'll start our pregame segment of the show at 6.30, and then we'll go live right at 7 o'clock for kickoff. Um, again, that's this Friday, live streaming of Lake Nona High School football on Nona.fm, and um, we were really excited to start that this past week. Of course, you know, with every new venture, there's some uh, some challenges, but I think we overcome those, especially in the second half in um, what a great finish to our first broadcast with that victory, 36-33 over the Freedom Patriots. Um, just some updates. The Boone game that was rescheduled from the week that school was shut down because of Hurricane Ian. That game's going to be played on Tuesday, October 25th, 7 p.m. That game's going to be over there at Boone High School. So that's next Tuesday. So you guys are going to have to play two games next week, Tuesday and Friday. Yep. You travel to Winter Haven. Um, we're gonna play three games in eight days. Yeah. Three games in seven days. And like Sorry. you said, all the challenges and obstacles you've had this year, yeah. uh, your boys will will be able to handle that no problem. Absolutely. Uh, a huge congratulations to the Lake Nona High School girls volleyball team who won the East Metro tournament this past weekend. Huge victories in the semifinals. They beat Timber Creek. And then they defeated the favorite, who was the number one seed, the Winter Park Wildcats, in the finals this past Saturday. So congratulations to the Lake Nona girls volleyball team. The cross-country teams both competed in the Metro Conference meet. The boys finished fourth overall, while Dylan Torres, top runner for Lake Nona, he placed sixth place. Girls finished third overall, and they had two finishers in the top ten. Delaney Richgels, she placed sixth, and Crystal I'm going to butcher this, but we're going to try Malakon. She placed seventh. And uh, just a little bit more information for 
some winter sports tryouts that are going to be starting. Actually started today. The girls' soccer team tryouts started today. They're going to run today through the 21st after school from 345 to 530. That's on the baseball field. Yeah, man. Um, they had like 50, and, 60 girls out there today. And the boys' soccer tryouts started today as well. That's from today through the 19th. The boys Two, had like 200 guys out there. 245 to 430, and their, their tryouts are happening on the game field at the stadium. So that's soccer trials for boys and girls. As always, for all sports, you're going to have to have an athletic physical uh, turned into the athletic training office as well as having a minimum 2.0 GPA. Uh, and one other announcement for Lake Nona Athletics on October 26th, which would be next Wednesday, there's an informational meeting for those interested in track and field, uh, which will take place after school at 1.30 in room 503. I'm not sure who, whose room that is, but um, as always, if you want to stay in touch with Lake Nona Athletics information, you can follow at Exit 13 Sports on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. I know there's a Lake Nona Athletics page on both uh, Facebook and Instagram. Coach, you have any other announcements? I do not have any announcements, but I do want to say congratulations to all of our other sports teams. We love the volleyball team. They've been super supportive of us this year, and we're just really happy for them and their success. We want to definitely be rooting for them coming down the stretch and across country. That's a really hard sport, man. It takes a lot of internal discipline to go show up there and run every day. That's that's a grind. You ever been to a high school cross country? Oh, yeah, man. I helped coach cross country before, man. It's, it's no joke. Um so just really respect those guys. You know, they're, it's a really hard sport to do. It takes a lot of discipline. There's not a lot of, usually not a lot of people out there cheering you on. You just got to be wired right inside to go do that. So a lot of uh, props to those guys. And uh, we're excited about the winter sports, man. Excited to get these football guys out to winter sports once our season's over. Definitely encouraging dual sport athletes, triple sport athletes. We want them being coached up by other people. want them to learn different, how to be a different type of teammate in different roles on other teams. I think those are all positives. I think it also reduces burnout within their main sport. I think those are all positives, and I know that's been a big uh, emphasis for me in, in coming in here as the head football coach, and I know all of our other coaches are getting on board with it and, and uh, respecting each other while they're in season for their particular sport. But then once that's over, then we move them on to the next sport and go cheer them on. So we're excited about that here as we wrap up football season over the next couple weeks and then get into winter sports. So congratulations to all you guys. And good luck here as we head into the playoffs. Well, my hat's off to you for having that mentality because I think it's very important to to support all the all the teams here at Lake Nona and also give those those student athletes opportunity to to be a member of different teams. And like you said, it, it helps with burnout. And sometimes you just need a break from each other. The kids need something, you know, a mental break yeah. uh, from football. And uh, I think. If you give them that opportunity when it comes time to to be ready for off-season conditioning, weight weight room stuff, and speed and agility, um, they'll be fresh yeah, and, I think it's and important, ready to get man. back to you gotta it. you got to, like, so. miss it a little bit, right? Yeah, yeah I, I agree. Gotta, yep. I played multiple sports in high school, and, um, you know, there was never any kind of issue with, with our coaches supporting each yeah. other. So. And it's important, too, right? Like, as, a, as an athlete, it's like, you know, like Danny, like, he's one of the best players on the football team. But if he were to go play, I don't know, wrestling or something – he might be, you know, just the average Joe. And so they learn. It's an important thing to learn, like, how to be a leader as the best player. Also, how to contribute as a teammate and a leader when you're not the best player. Maybe you're the sixth man off the bench in basketball, but you're the starting quarterback in football. Those are way two different roles, right? right. But to understand that and to have a, an appreciation for the guy that isn't the starter and you're the best player on the team and now you have empathy for that guy and and what it's like to work every day and you don't get the same minutes everybody else does and it causes you to treat that person differently when you become the leader again in in the other role so i just think it's important lessons to learn i encourage it excited for our guys to go do that this spring and in winter yeah i think it also builds additional camaraderie because you know uh football teammates watch their teammates performing in some other sport they go Mm -hmm. in and uh, um, encourage them and, and attend those those events. It just adds to the team bond that, that the kids have. So it's a welcome, fresh change, definitely mentality uh, for Lake Nona Athletics, especially from the football program. So that's that's really awesome. So well, that's a wrap for that's another show. show, man. Yeah, appreciate uh, Lime having us out. Love you guys. 
Uh, you've been listening to the Exit 13 Sports Coach Robinson Show brought to you by orthopedic sports surgeon Dr. Vonda Wright. Once again, you can follow Exit 13 on social media at Exit 13. You can follow everything with Nona FM at Nona.fm. And I know that you guys are on social media too. Lake Nona High Lions Football, I believe, is uh, the name of that. And uh, again, we're so thankful to Lime Fresh Mexican Grill here in Lake Nona for hosting us as well as sponsoring our Player of the Week. Thank you, Danny, for coming out and spending some time with us. And thank you to all of those listeners who are out there. Don't forget, this Friday, uh, we will be live on the radio, Nona.fm, streaming the Lake Nona High School football game as the Lions host Oak Ridge. Pre-game will start at 6.30, game starting at 7 p.m. Until then, I hope you have a great week, and we will talk to you next Monday. This is David Grimm from the Exit 13 Sports Coach Robinson Show. Have a great night. Thank you for listening to the Exit 13 Sports Coach Robinson Show, brought to you by orthopedic sports surgeon Dr. Vonda Wright. Join us next Monday at 7 p.m. on Nona.fm. You can catch up on missed episodes by searching for Nona.fm Exit 13 Sports Coach Robinson Show, where you listen to podcasts. Executive producer Curtis Partridge, associate producer Gabriela Perez Ortiz. On behalf of Coach Robinson and David Grimm, have a good evening. Lake Nona High Football Nation. You're the whole world and the world is mine. Top Lake Nona Town Center. This is Nona.fm.